Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I would say fair because it is fair time, but I'm actually doing very well. Fair time. The time for the fair. It is indeed the time for the fair in many places around the nation. Yes, it is. It's fair time. fall time. time. It's the time when we get together. We... We uh, show off our wares, our crafts, uh, the our crops produce, that we've been yes. growing, right? Right. It's interesting that you should uh, be fair right now. Why is that? Well, because I want to talk about one of those uh, produce items as a potential uh, health food, maybe. I don't know. You know, that is amazing because we really don't talk about this no, before we, we come. <laughs> I never know what Jeff is going to say. And sometimes... Um, I wish that I did. <laughs> <laughs> you probably usually do, yes. <laughs> so, no, really, I, I, uh, it's interesting because, um, well, first of all, let me just back up one step. My, my wife and I like to set goals. I know that you don't like to set New Year's resolutions. Well, I do. I so, set one every year. Yeah, you're, you, uh, that's true. I take that back. You set the, the one resolution is to never resolve. That's right, and, yes. I, and I never break it. And you are 100% on that one. <laughs> I am. So we like to set goals, but we like to set realistic goals that we can achieve. Yes, and so one of the goals that we set for late summer, early fall is to eat more corn on the cob. Very good. Very that was, good. That was very a goal, good goal that my wife Mindy and I set for each other. And so far we're doing pretty good. And that is very achievable. <laughs> so far we're doing pretty very good. Very achievable. So uh, we, you know, we've been eating a lot of corn on the cob lately because we're mm. coming into corn season. Oh, yes. And uh, it got me thinking, is, is corn good for you or bad for you? Because there's some, you know, there's some sentiment out there that says, hey, this, this is, it's not good. Uh, of course, it's it's also a vegetable or or a grain, however you yeah. want to look at it, and so it seems like well maybe there's some benefits to it. Well, you know, Kyle, I think you'd probably stop after the third word of that question you asked, and then that's what the answer is: is corn good? Yes, yes, so it, it doesn't is matter good. after that. It is good. I, we like it. Sounds like you like it. Well, I like it very much. Yes. <laughs> so I did a little bit of research on corn on the cob, on whether or not it's good for you or bad for well, you. I can tell you right now, the cob is probably not good for the, you. To the cob. Well, I. Do you know that for sure? I don't. I was just guessing. Yeah, I don't know that either. A lot of roughage. A lot of roughage. Honestly, wasn't part of the research that I did. But here's the thing. No matter how you eat it, whether you eat it on the cob, whether you eat it popped, or you just eat it um, in the little giblets or the... The uh, the kernels. The kernels, yeah. We eat a lot of corn in the United States. We do. Like, it's everywhere. Everywhere that you go, it's there. According to the U.S. Grains Council, in 2016 and 2017, the United States grew more than 14.6 billion bushels of corn that's a lot of corn. which is it is a lot of corn that's 385 million metric tons of corn that's, and for those who aren't really good at those math uh units that translates to a lot of corn <laughs> that's a very very very, very awful, technical term an awful lot yeah technically that's a lot of corn so i wanted to understand a little bit about what makes corn mm-hmm. corn what what are, what are the nutritional values the the, the statistics of corn well, so just, just before you get to that i need to mention yeah. you forgot to mention that we eat it in cornbread and on corn dogs yeah like it's everywhere yes. corn's everywhere it's everywhere it's like mastercard it's everywhere you want to be right? yes that's exactly right so here's here's the thing with a medium sized ear of corn this is what you're getting nutritionally uh-huh. it uh, on average has 88 calories okay low calories yeah four grams of total fat okay uh, 15 milligrams of sodium, 275 milligrams of potassium, which is good. Yeah, It's got 19 grams of carbohydrates, 2 grams of dietary fiber, 4 grams of sugar, 
and three grams of protein, which kind of surprised me. I didn't realize that uh, corn had protein at and, all. And that's it. without anything on that's just the, the yeah, ear Yeah, that's itself. just the ear of that's corn. Now, if you start adding the butter and the salt, salt and, and the, all the other things, that's, yeah. that's going to change some of those numbers. Or the numbers. mayonnaise if you're in Mexico. Or the mayonnaise with uh, crumbles on the outside or paprika, whatever it is. So, yeah, those will change those numbers. But just the ear of corn itself has some nutritional value in it that is worth knowing. Um, I want to talk about the good things, the the health benefits well, of corn. Well, I'm glad because if you talked about the bad things, it would break my heart. Well, I'm going to talk about some of those as well. But number one, corn is actually a good source of vitamins and minerals. Yes. Specifically, vitamin C, B vitamins, as well as magnesium. Vitamin C, as we know, is important in cell repair. It helps boost your immunity and has anti-aging properties. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Let's that's why you look that so young. Up. That's why you look so young, Kyle. You yeah, eat a lot well, of corn. Well, at least this summer I'm eating a lot of corn. Well, you look younger this summer than last summer. <laughs> than I've ever looked, huh? <laughs> uh, B vitamins, uh, which corn has a lot of, are also important in energy metabolism. And magnesium is important for nerve conduction and muscle contraction. So there's some really good things going on in corn. There is. That uh, we need to give, the, the, give corn credit for. Uh, number two, it could aid in digestion. Corn does have insoluble fiber, which feeds our good bacteria in our gut, which aids in digestion, and that helps keep you regular, which yes, is good. Yes. Uh, in addition to protecting against gut issues, an increase in dietary fiber has been linked to a lower risk of several diseases, including heart disease, some cancers. Uh, there was a study at Kansas State University's Department of Human Nutrition that found uh, found that out about the cancers. Unlike many other grains, corn is naturally gluten-free, which makes it a good option for people who are avoiding gluten but want to have some grains in their life. Right. So there's some good things there as well. Yep. Number three, it could improve eye health. Did you know that? And it's not even the carrot. Yeah, but it's but it still is good for your eyes. Well, corn great. Is, corn is high in uh, carotenoids and zeaxanthin and lutein, which have been proven to promote macular health. According to a study that was published in Nutrients, lutein and zeaxanthin can prevent and reduce cataracts as well as age-related macular degeneration. So that's mm-hmm. good for you. Yes, it is. Um, all good news when it comes to corn. There are some things that we want to be aware of. Okay. This is the sad part. I'm not going to listen. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, corn does have a tendency to spike your blood sugar. Well, because so, there's a sugar in there. Yeah, corn is a starchy food. It has a relatively high glycemic load, which can produce... Uh, blood sugar spikes after you've eaten the corn. This could ultimately make you want to consume even more, so you fall into that that totally that worth it. Pattern. Totally worth it's it. Totally worth it. Uh, because of high starch content, people with diabetes should limit their corn intake. Uh, that's just something to consider. Number two, it could contribute to weight gain. Mm-hmm. Well, because of the sugar, yeah. <laughs> because you just keep eating more Again, and more. Totally and more worth it. Right? <laughs> In a 2015 study at Harvard. Uh, researchers found that while eating more fruits and vegetables overall can promote weight loss, the study found in the participants who ate more starchy vegetables like corn and potatoes and peas tended to gain weight, while those who ate more starchy vegetables uh, and fruits, which were higher in fiber and lower in carbohydrates, such as string beans, green leafy vegetables, apples, or pears, lost weight. So mm. here's a give and take there yeah. a little bit. But, I mean, overall, fruits and vegetables are good for you. Yeah. So, you know, we, we need to chalk that one up for a good one. But uh, it can potentially lead to weight gain. You know, I, I question that because if you've, ever, if you've ever seen a picture of the Anasazi that look fat, they're always skinny. All those photographs of the Anasazi yeah, those, that we have well, from the, 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 the 1500 years ago. You haven't seen any rock painting where they're fat. They're always skinny. So you <laughs> They know. are stick figures. In the, that's true. And we know that they did eat <laughs> corn. We know that. So I want to talk really briefly about corn syrup. 
but that's the one that we hear a lot of negative yes, about. Yes, we do. Uh, the high fructose corn syrup in particular. Uh, but they say that corn syrup, high fructose or not, should be treated like any other refined sugar. So every once in a while, having a little bit is probably not going to kill you. But mm-hmm. when we get too much of it, then that's, that's where we have problems. I really so, like it in, in Rice Krispie Treats. The high fructose corn syrup? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's your favorite ingredient in Rice Krispie Treats? Well, it's one of them. <laughs> okay. The Rice Krispies is pretty good, too. Okay. Then the marshmallows, yeah. which are full of high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So, yeah, we need to limit our, our corn syrup uh, consumption, or, or at least just basically treat it like a, a well, sugar. Yeah, we have to, it, moderation is yeah. the, the key. So that's the thing. The bottom line is, like many foods, corn can be good for you. Uh, if we consume too much of it, then, of course, there are some some health risks, I guess, that we ought to be aware of. It is a good source of fiber. It does have antioxidants. It can promote eye health. Uh, if we consume it in excess, though, it can spike the blood sugar, which is not good. It can contribute to potential weight gain. But eaten in reasonable quantities, mm-hmm. you know, every yep. once in a while for dinner or lunch. Yeah, or, or breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> or snack in between. Or snack in between. Very nice snack, yeah. Uh, it, it can be just a, a, a fine way to uh, fill your tummy. That, well, it is an excellent way to fill your tummy. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, what I found out about corn on the cob. And I, I think I'm going to stick with my goal of eating more corn I, this I year. think you should. Yeah. Because you're, yeah. you're looking, you have a glow about you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling glow. good about it. And, and we've been able to be, you know, pretty successful in that goal. Well, you know, I've been eating more corn too, but mine's been corn on the cob. I mean, uh, popcorn. Oh yeah. Popcorn. I like popcorn too. Probably a little more than I should. Today, Jeff. Yes. Speaking of things that are good for you. Speaking of things that are good for you. We talk about a lot of things that are good for you. We do. And we've just found out that corn can be good for you. But we talk about exercise. We talk about diet. We talk about nutrition. We talk about sleep. We talk about all kinds of things that are good for you. Today, I want to talk about something that isn't necessarily maybe the first thing on your radar when you think about things that are good for you, but it is something that actually has some incredible health benefits, and that is volunteering. That's right. So uh, we have invited, uh, actually, a new staff member to come and join us today on the radio, Lil Barron. Hi. Thank you for joining us today. (laughs) FYI, I love corn, and I'm going to eat more of it because there's eye health. Yes. Yes. So pick the thing that you like about what I just said and Uh, go with that. That's the only thing I'm picking. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear the other. I was with Jeff. La, 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 la. (laughs) I watched her. She was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, corn can be good for you. And I'm glad that you like it. I like it too. Today we want to talk about volunteering. Uh, Let me introduce Lil. Lil has just uh, joined the Huntsman World Senior Game staff as our new director of sponsor relations. She comes to us with a wealth of experience. Uh, not the least of which is a lot of volunteering experience. In fact, she was selected as the the St. George Area Chambers Volunteer of the Year a few years ago. Yeah, yes. so so Lil has always been active in the community uh, as a volunteer, and um, I think can can express firsthand some of the benefits of volunteering. They've actually done a lot of research on volunteering, hmm. which I found pretty interesting, and they have found that science, you know, through 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 research and using the scientific method, they have found that volunteering actually has a lot of health benefits. Uh, not only just the, the mental health of feeling good, which I think is real and we need to acknowledge Absolutely. that, but there are actually some uh, physical benefits that come from being a volunteer as well, and especially among older Americans. But I think we can all benefit from uh, helping each other and lending a helping hand and, and doing so out of an altruistic sense and a, and a feeling of wanting to make a difference in people's lives. Uh, but there's uh, just just a ton of research. I've got a report here in front of me. Let me just maybe share one or two results from a variety of different studies that they found. 
that relate to volunteering and uh, some of the great benefits that come along with it. Uh, before before I do that, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and uh, we're going to dig right into volunteerism and some of the benefits that come from giving of ourselves. Uh, let me just share, uh, like I said, a couple of excerpts. A, a study uh, recently that they did of adults age 65 and older found that the positive effects of volunteering on physical and mental health is due to the personal sense of accomplishment that an individual gains from his or her volunteering activities. And a study of older adults found that participation in community service was more strongly correlated with life satisfaction for retirees than those individuals who continued to work for pay. Now, isn't that interesting? So that means, Lily, you should just volunteer to work for the games. <laughs> well, I did full that time. for 23 years, so I, I, I you mean, know. full-time for the games. Oh, full-time, I see. <laughs> Lil has been a volunteer for she a has, very long time. She's helped a, out. A major key volunteer, yes. A, a wide variety of different ways at the games. But wh- what do you think about that? What do you think about, um, the, you know, the concept of once people retire, sticking around in the community, at least, and volunteering, um, what, 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 uh, you know, the benefits that come from that, the, it seems like that offsets some of the income that you might give up that you could stick around and continue to work. I totally agree with that. I, I think that, you know, the more you give, the more you get. And, and I think it also helps, you know, you meet new friends, you, and that's kind of important to me. Um, I've met some, she my, is a social butterfly. <laughs> I am, I am. And I have met some of my most amazing friends through service and volunteering at different organizations. So, and we're still lifelong friends because of that. So, and I don't, I don't think you can like understate the importance of that from a overall health and wellness standpoint. Uh, we, we've shared research uh, multiple times on the importance of social engagement and mm-hmm. social interaction. And uh, they've done uh, a study, one particularly that came out of BYU, that showed that people who continued to have social interaction, especially as they aged, yes. but continued to have social interaction, that was the number one um, indicator of longevity. Mm-hmm. The number one indicator of longevity was social interaction, which was higher than physical activity, higher than, than diet and nutrition, which was very shocking to me, but great to know and to understand yeah. that, hey, once you, you, know, you reach a, a certain point, sometimes it can be a little more difficult to get out there and be socially engaged, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It's important. So, Lil, are you ready to live to be 120? I am. I am. Your, well, I'm only 29. Of, well, so, no. Hey. So, with your level of social, <laughs> you've been volunteering for the games for 21 years, and you're 21. So you started at eight years old. Okay. <laughs> I started early. <laughs> you did actually. But no, really. I mean, you look at. We have an, a volunteer that helps us with everywhere I go, basically, and she's 92 years old. And she's and still she's going still strong. going strong and wants to be a part of everything. In fact, she's being inducted into the Hudson World Senior Games Hall of Fame this year. I Pretty know. cool. It's so exciting. Yeah. It's, uh, it, there is something to it. There is there something is. to it. And, uh, and again, it, it's more than just, you know, the golden rule kind of anecdotal. Right. Like the, they've, they've scientifically found that there are benefits to staying socially engaged and volunteering gives you a, a, a unique opportunity to stay yes. socially engaged. Yeah. And you talked about the friendships that you make. I know that there are many volunteers for the Huntsman World Senior Games and certainly in other areas, but the games is what we're familiar with. 
volunteers within the games that make friends with the athletes and with other volunteers, mm-hmm. and they come back year after year to help out in that volunteering capacity because of those friendships. Right. I, I'm sure that's why I'm back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. So here's another thing that I thought was really interesting. They found that there is a, I don't I want to say a required limit, but there is a, there is a point where um, when you start volunteering above a certain amount of time, you start to really get the benefits of volunteering. And uh, they did a study that found that those who volunteered for at least 100 hours per year were two-thirds as likely as non-volunteers to report good health and also one-third as likely to uh, still be alive in that study. Wow. So if you're, if you're volunteering 100 hours uh, a year, which is roughly two hours a week, mm-hmm. which seems pretty doable. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, again, regardless of where it is that you're spending your volunteer hours or whatever it is that you're doing, it seems like we could give back two hours a week. That seems mm-hmm. doable, Very right? Doable. Well, I think we have some volunteers <laughs> during the Hospital of Games that do 100 hours during the games or Just more. Just during the games, during right? Two weeks of the games, yeah. So if you're willing to contribute back to your community, back to your church, back to your school, back your to your neighborhood. youth group, whatever it is, if you're willing to contribute two hours a week, you're, you're two-thirds more likely to say that you're in good health than wow. those who don't volunteer. And uh, one-third is likely to still be alive uh, based on that, that, that research that they did, which is, uh, that to me is amazing. Well, that yeah. makes it 100%. Two-thirds, one-thirds, that makes it 100%. So you should 100% volunteer. <laughs> well, Absolutely. Check my math. Is I don't even think that's fuzzy math. I think that's... <laughs> that, that's actual math. That actually adds up. Yeah, that actually adds up. So, well, uh, and so, we're still alive, so I think yeah, that's so there a, must be something yeah, to it. there's yeah. something to it. Yeah, there's <laughs> lo- lots of studies that talk about volunteerism and longevity. That's, well, it gets you off the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, you talk about the results of the study, and then they, they try to dig into the why, and there are lots of whys. And part right. of it is just the physical act of getting outside and, and right. moving and, you know, being engaged that way physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also the, the emotional bonding and mm-hmm. the, the friendships and the social interaction. Uh, there's also the concept of being introduced to new ideas that maybe you wouldn't have been introduced to uh, in another setting or in other ways which helps you know keep your mind sharp which in turn you know helps in your overall health and wellness there's lots of there's lots of reasons sure. as to why the volunteerism comes together and helps uh, promote that longevity and really the active life which is what we talk about on the show that's right a couple of other things that maybe I would share with you um, volunteering can help you in the area of chronic pain so in another study they found that those individuals suffering from chronic pain experience declines in their pain intensity and decreased levels of disability and depression when they began to serve as peer volunteers for others who suffered from chronic pain. Wow. So, so I think we've all heard those anecdotal stories of you know people who are, who are going through a hard time, whatever it is, maybe they were diagnosed with cancer, and you go through that, all, all those stages of grief, you know, because that's a serious yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And then those who are able to turn that around and, and help those who are maybe in the same situation as they are in, they're the ones who end up with the the added benefit, the added health benefits that they get from volunteering. Yep. And I think that's a powerful lesson there. Absolutely. Another study, uh, this was a study that was done at Duke, um, found that individuals with post-coronary artery disease uh, and, and those individuals who volunteered after their heart attack reported reductions in despair and depression, two factors that have been linked to an increased likelihood of mortality in this type of patient. In addition, 
these individuals reported a greater sense of purpose in their lives. So, um, you know, not only in the in the cancer area or in the chronic pain area, but those who have heart problems, they found that those people who volunteer bounce back faster and uh, have less um, chance of getting you know, back in the same situation, the same problem that they were in before. So lots of great, great benefits to volunteering. Um, Lil, you've been doing, you, you, you've spent a lot of time volunteering in a wide variety of different places, mm-hmm. obviously with the Huntsman World Senior Games, but in other areas as well. Um, what, what's a bit favorite memory maybe or, or an experience that you have had as a volunteer? Um, you know, and again, I'm the social butterfly, so that is my you know, that's why part of why I do it. I I love helping people. I love being a part. My kids call me um, the FOMO, fear of missing out on everything. And <laughs> okay, so, okay. and you know, and I think that's true. I at the senior games helping there. I love meeting new people, and I said, you know, that's that's my forte, hanging out with people and just getting to know them and. And these people are from all over the world. And so just meeting people, I love that. And, and you know, as we just said, the, the power of that is so significant on yeah. both sides of the equation. Yeah. That's the great thing about it is, you know, the volunteers who come out and help have a great experience. Yep. But in turn, they're able to provide a great experience to the athletes that are here and participating in the games, yep. and uh, it's 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 a pretty awesome thing. Well, yeah. I think that the, probably the the greatest benefit of of volunteering is that not it's not what you get is what you're giving. Right. Yeah. You're providing a service that is greatly needed at some place in some whatever wherever you're volunteering. If it's at the senior center, if it's at for an event, if, whatever it is, you're providing a service that is so needed, and is. And it and it doesn't cost you anything to do it, just your time. Yeah, and it's the law of the universe that what you put out there comes back to Absolutely. you for sure. Right. And I, I think that our volunteers, as well as volunteers uh, across all walks of life, feel that. Uh, Jeff, you're actually the one who kind of heads up um, volunteering at the games. Yes. What are some specific areas where we could really use some help at the Huntsman World Senior Games? Well, it's it's ironic but we we need about 3000 volunteers we don't get that many so we do suffer in some areas or some people are having to double up but we need some help with like track and field track and field is very volunteer intensive we need help with uh the triathlon triathlon is very volunteer and health volunteer intensive we also need help with the refreshments uh we provide refreshments for all of our athletes but the refreshments have to get to the athletes before they can get for they can partake of them so we need help with volunteering folks helping volunteer with refreshments so we actually have a website on our on our on our page web page. It's mm-hmm. seniorgames.net slash volunteer. If you go there, you can see a whole list of volunteer opportunities. We we stuff welcome bags. We just but the thing is, is it's such a social thing that people will come once and then they want to know when they can go back again and do it the next time. So they really enjoy it. Yeah, that really is something that we see year after year, time after time for sure. And and again, um Registering as a volunteer is, is is simple to do. If you just visit the the website, which is seniorgames.net, uh, you can click on the volunteer tab, or you can go directly to seniorgames.net slash volunteers, and you can see a wide variety of opportunities to help out with the Huntsman World Senior Games. And if you're thinking, well, I'm not really into sports, sports isn't really my thing, don't worry. There are there, There's plenty of ways to help out with sports Indoors, for sure. Outdoors, outdoors, sitting, standing. There's plenty of other opportunities that are not directly sports related that uh, are just these great chances to get beyond yourself and help out a great event and meet some amazing people, amazing people from all around the world. It's a pretty great thing. 
So once again, that is seniorgames.net slash volunteer, or just visit seniorgames.net and click on the volunteer tab, and you can register to be a volunteer today. Speaking of registering, Jeff. Yes. It's time to register as an athlete for the games as well. Yes, it is. It's getting close. We're running out of time. The registration time frame runs up until September 1st. But I want to say that we're on track for a participation record we this really year. We really are. It's been amazing So don't year. miss out. Uh, remember that registration, as I said, will close on September 1st, which is less than a month away. So put that on your calendar. And then once again, as, as we've been saying, registering for the games is very easy to do. Uh, visit SeniorGames.net. You can click on register. Registering as a volunteer is also very easy to do. Same process. It's simple. It's fast. It's secure. And we'd love to have you be a part of the games in some way. We would. And you get a cool t-shirt if you volunteer. <laughs> That's right. Plus all these other great benefits as well. <laughs> the dates for the 2019 Huntsman World Senior Games are October 7th through the 19th. So put that on your calendar. And uh, again, just come on out and be a part of it. It's a lot of sure. fun. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere that podcasts are found. Once you've subscribed, give us a rating and write a quick review. It really helps make a difference in helping us spread the word. You can also find this as well as previous shows right on our website. Once again, that website is SeniorGames.net, so check it out. Jeff, our inspirational thought for the day is from the Greek philosopher Aristotle. It can't be better than that. And he says, the essence of life is to serve others and do good. What a great thought. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye.